Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Finally, gentlemen and Chris, we are back <laughs> with some mad, blurry hysteria. As David just put it, number eight, the Ocho. This is Ocho for the us. Ocho. Oh, I'm feeling excited. This one's this one's full of bold moves, Cotton. <laughs> I'm non-vaclimped. I got my my <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew ready right here next to me. So yeah, what's going on out there in the world of uh, of your guys' lives? Oh, same old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, nothing new. Same, keep going. Same old bur- boring stuff, you guys. Same old boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just posted a picture of. Uh, Fermi Lab on Hysteria Nation, and people are like, that's a terrifying building that looks evil. I know they don't know what it is. I'm just so like, that's a really cool building. I'm out of touch with kids these days, I guess. <laughs> oh, I totally am. Oh, my God. <laughs> with their, their clothes and their shoes and their music and their attitude. And that girl that just got her driver's license or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, speaking of just Fermi that, Lab. I, I got my first... Uh, Pfizer vaccine first shot yesterday and uh, hey or actually it was the day before and yesterday about halfway through the day I started getting sick as fuck uh my arm I was running a fever everything today I'm perfect it's all gone so yay me wow did I I get that every time I get the flu uh shot oh do you really I feel like yeah I feel like I end up getting like I get like a low-grade fever and I'll just feel like you know I'll just feel like ass the rest of the day and then I'll yeah. I'll take a nap and I'll feel better the next day. Low grade so, fever mine. was actually the band that David played bass for in college. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. happy you brought smells it. Up. Like, smells like smells like ass was my uh, smells like poi- ass smir- was my spirit. poison cover band. So <laughs> it's usually the next day for me. I'll, I'll get a flu shot and then the next day I just I, I'm worthless. I'll just lay in bed. Yeah, I so always get like the flu fever. shots. And I haven't really had the, uh, well, I was worried about this too, because everyone's like, oh my God, felt like hammered shit the next day or later and <laughs> stuff. But uh, my wife got it and she's nothing. She's like, suck it up, pussy. You know, <laughs> and punching me in the arm. She wasn't doing that, but it's fun to say that when it's recorded. So <laughs> for, 
<laughs> prosperity, so posterity, whatever. That's a butt. Uh, we I'm got still some. Uh, on mine. We got some stories for us, Chris. I think yours is the big one. We'll, we'll save yours for the end. Uh, mine's kind of a crazy one because it blows my mind. Uh, this week, mine comes from United Press International, the UPI. If you nasty, check this out. On March thirty first, a Croatian diver broke the Guinness Book of World Records record uh, for personal uh, holding your breath submerged for the longest time on one single lung full of air. Not just going like, oh, that's where I'm holding my breath. Actually, underwater. And this blows my fucking mind. This guy <laughs> stayed submerged on one lung full of air for 24 minutes and 33 seconds. Yeah, sir. Budamar Buddha Sabat, 54. And he previously uh, had his own record that Guinness hadn't verified, but this time they did. Uh, it was for 24 minutes and 11 seconds on a single breath. That was back in 2018. Well, he said, oh, no, my children and friends, and broke that motherfucker in a swimming pool, um, you know, under the guise or the gaze of, of Guinness Book of World Records. It's crazy. Now, it broke the previous record, which was 11 minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, wow. That was the officially um, recognized one, and it blows That's a big my. Leap. Yeah, so I looked it up, and it, uh, just thinking of other animals, the average dolphin species can hold their water. Hold their water. <laughs> they have. They never. They don't like to pee in the water. They, they don't pee at all. <laughs> yeah. They can hold their breath underwater for between eight and ten minutes, and some can remain submerged for up to fifteen minutes, but not like an av- like an abnormally long time. The longest whale holding their breath ever. Uh, captured or on, you know, verified it was 137 minutes or over two hours. Uh, that's pretty crazy when they say you can start having brain damage after like six minutes. Yeah. Which kind of brings me into this whole, like, some people have like superhuman abilities and this is kind of one of them that his body can, you know, hold on to that oxygen and use it and make it viable for that long. So this guy's real life Aquaman. Yeah. What and how long do you stay under there? They're like, is he still awake? Is he alive? <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later, should we tap on him or something? <laughs> it, it, this guy's it, going the distance. <laughs> it remains the worst superpower, no. <laughs> right? Like it just remains the worst superpower. Well, if like, you're being cares? if you're hiding in a creek from bad guys, it's pretty good. But otherwise. <laughs> You know, otherwise Other that very little... specific example. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess if you're hiding in a creek or fine, I'm sorry great. for some of our listeners, a crick, you know, right. th- those yeah. Colorado. Right. Apologies <laughs> all around. Yeah. I, I mean, it's cool. I guess it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's crazy. What, What's it, interesting, or I guess for me, the most interesting part or one thing that I wonder about with that is like. How, um, what's the word? Like, how, what is physiologically happening in his body? That's what I was saying. Like, how does, you know? he, how yeah. does his body regulate the oxygen usage? So, it, you know, because some people just can't do it. And other people, you train your lungs so that, you know, uh, scuba diver, not scuba divers, but skin divers and stuff, their lung capacity is massive compared to you and I and normal people. Is sure. he have like ridiculously large lung capacity on top of somehow does he have 
five times red blood cells that a normal person has for some reason? Or are they just better at, at regulating the usage of oxygen? Or I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's able to like increase his blood saturation level of oxygen, right? Like an athlete or whatever it's called. I don't, I don't are even you know what's accusing that. Buddha of blood doping? No, 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 that's not what I mean. Well, I, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like that, right? But like, like you know, like why do people train in like Colorado for marathons and whatever? It's because the body gets used to kind of those adverse conditions, and this is sort of a similar. It's a more extreme version of that, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if partly it's that. I also wonder too, is he just storing air in a way? Like, is he just like swallowing? like a shitload of air in his stomach and then like burping it up and breathing it in that way. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. Like I, I bet there's like tricks to the trade. Cause he's, that's the other thing too. He's not going, he doesn't go deep into the water. He's like floating on the surface with his face down, you know? Oh. So that's what makes me wonder. Like, does he have, is he just like storing air like a chipmunk? in his stomach <laughs> well but even if they did that i don't think the depth of the water would make that big of a difference other than the compression from going deeper but you know it's all done in a pool his head is yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he is yeah submerged I, it was yeah, good I enough guess, for guinness to say yeah he was submerged the entire time right yeah i guess i guess the other the other reason why i even bring up the depth is because like obviously the pressure differential would be important there for like blood saturation and everything else and, and getting into the blood but then also like I know, like, extreme, um, what do they call them? Like, free divers, I guess, or something Skin like divers, that. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that goes super deep. I bet they would have a really good shot. Maybe not at, like, a 26 minutes or whatever this one was. But, like, man, it's, yeah, it's really interesting. I wonder. This one wasn't about the water. They just used the water because it's a grand equalizer. You can't cheat when you're underwater. You sure, know what I yeah. mean? So this yeah, isn't, yeah. like, a holding your breath under. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just for the longest, you know, holding your breath type right. thing. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a crazy one, you know. And and for all we know, no adverse effects. It was kind of cool though. He um he did it to raise money for uh well for earthquake relief, and then also uh his daughter twenty Sasha, she has cerebral palsy, autism, and epilepsy. Um, so he Yikes. wanted to like bring awareness to that. Holy shit! Yeah. So good yeah. for him. Good for him. That's, uh. uh that's- that's yeah that's pretty amazing um because i was gonna say would would you be surprised if it came out that he did cheat somehow um i mean i don't know fucking hell was it uh she played rose in titanic just came up she can hold her breath for like seven minutes they just did it like almost seven minutes they did it in filming uh for some movie that's just coming out she broke the tom cruise record of like five minutes and something that he had held his breath so you yeah, know that motherfucker's like get me on another movie underwater yeah and a motorcycle back. too yeah. that's what i'm wondering too with a lot of those records it's like yeah like okay you did it but like why you know it's like you know ru- you know eating watches or like you know, running <laughs> running the fastest mile backwards. Like okay, yeah, you could do it. I bet if someone who was a better, like if Usain Bolt Usain Bolt tried to run backwards the mile, I bet he'd beat your time. You're just the only jackass. I mean, who, who knows? Tried it. Well, because this guy has a natural ability to use it to raise money for his homeland because it yeah. raises money well, for an earthquake. Right, That's right. Why so yeah, like, you like and not, and not to take prick. away from this guy. Like not to take away, <laughs> not to take away. From Chris this hates guy. charity. 
or his ability or whatever. Yeah, I fucking hate charity. Not to not to take away from any of that kind of stuff or whatever, but it's just a. I think it's a. Um, this one seems like it is probably really hard to do, and. But I wonder, though, too, I don't have a good sense. Like, I know how long I can hold my breath. It's like two minutes. I'm not exactly in the wow. best of shape, though. I wa- So I wonder. Two you minutes know, is someone, no joke. Someone yeah. who, like, someone who is uh, more capable of, you know, who, who's like a long distance runner or a swimmer or whatever. Well, you're you know, in luck, Chris. I- all they got to do is call up Guinness and hold their breath in front of them. That's all yeah. they got to do. But right. uh, this, he it, beat it the other world the record by over 13 minutes by the next best person. So they got something to strive for. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, no, it's nuts. Something like that. You know, it, it, it really shows what the what the human body is capable of. I, th- I think that's more interesting than just, you know, like you said, running backwards for a mile. That's what I th- I took away of this is it's it's fantastic that the the body can even do that, that he's not coming right. out and, and, you know, a vegetable. Uh, you know, or, or something like that. Literally, you yeah. know. So, uh, David, what you got for us? I got one that's uh, it's kind of a mixed bag because I I, I feel would say like terrifying. It's very... but keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. But but I I I thought of a silver lining to it while while I was going through it too because this one's uh, I got it off Live Science and it's researchers can now collect and sequence DNA from the air, uh, which yeah, that is terrifying. Aww. Um, just <laughs> oops. What they did was they took uh, naked mole rats, and uh, they had them in lab conditions. So that's one thing, and I'll circle back to that. But uh, they were able to vacuum up the air and use sort of like a HEPA filter type thing, and peel off the little bits of DNA from these mole rats. And they were able to accurately uh, sequence them and, and know that these were the uh, mole rat DNAs that they found. Oh, wow. From I just the love air. some in some fucking lab somewhere, someone kept cutting farts and a doctor's like, oh, I'm going to prove it to you, Jerry. I'm going to fucking prove it to you. Wasn't me, That's the whole impetus for the whole thing. You know, maybe, maybe this just shows my, like, cynical side. The first thing I thought of when I read this article was another type of DNA for Bigfoot not to have. Well, okay, so that's the silver lining, right? So it's scary because they also found DNA of humans, which makes sense because you know they're they're not fu- they're not hermetically sealed with these uh, mole rats. It was the researchers' DNA that they found as well, but that means that larger you know organisms can have their DNA in the air through either dead skin cells or saliva or whatever it's, it's in there and they are able to detect it, uh, which means they're going to keep working on refining that, um, in, in outside conditions, not, not lab conditions. Right. So if you, if you take this into the field for cryptozoology, like you said, Chris, it's either, yes, this is another thing that won't be Bigfoot or, this is a way to uh, uh, to narrow it down in case there is something out there running around. Tree you know what knocking. I mean? Tree knocking. <laughs> I'm just going to throw out buzzwords. Made in call. I don't know. <laughs> scat! 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 <laughs> uh, 
but uh, but yeah, like uh, which you know it brings up a whole new set of questions. Like, well, what if they find the DNA and they don't know what it is, or you know, it's weird. They it's not something they've encountered. Is everybody going to jump on the Bigfoot train, or is it just going to kind of melt away eventually? I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it's terrifying to think that uh, people can just you get snatched DNA out of the air. Then they've got DNA to do whatever they want to do with. You know, maybe it's good for law enforcement, for solving crimes and stuff. Um, maybe it's good for cryptozoology. I doubt anything would come of it. But it's it's better than just going around looking for scat or bones or hair clippings, right? It's you know got to be a little better. You know what's funny, actually? I, I actually don't – like because, like, okay, at a crime scene, right, you can get DNA from, like, loads of surfaces and, like, loads of stuff. The problem is narrowing it down to be like, you know, first off to be kind of pure enough and usable enough to um, to to study and to be able to tell like this is this species. Right. And but then the other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and exactly. And the other part of it is being able to separate it from like all the other stuff that's in an area. Mm-hmm. So. Like this, the fact that they were able to capture DNA from air, and then kind of you know, um, you know, copy it and copy it and copy it until they had enough to sequence. That's really interesting. I think a kind of a really cool show of technology and how good yeah. we've gotten at manipulating and kind of like you know using DNA. But in terms of like, you know, this criminal was. You know, what, what, you know, I don't know. What are you gonna show that this guy was in in the in the place where? I mean, I guess you know, I guess in some cases, like a random murder or something, or like a you know serial killer situation or whatever, I it can be really there, useful, kind of thing, right? But like, but I'm thinking like the vast majority of crimes are you know are committed by someone that like you know, um, you know, so don't trust anyone and carry a knife. But like, you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I guess, I guess I wonder what the, I don't know. I wonder what the value of it ultimately will be or how well, useful it'll find to be. But it is super freaking cool and interesting. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's, it's another step towards uh, narrowing that, that field if they can refine it enough to where it's uh, legitimate and credible. But um, it, it's also very uh, scary. Just, you know, with the way the world's headed with uh, technology and stuff, it DNA can can do a lot for someone in the wrong hands, if that makes sense. Well, look where they went around <laughs> and pulled up the cigarette butts, and they pulled the DNA and made the faces on the wall of the people that had thrown them on the ground. Yeah, oh, but, the di- but the difference. Yeah, I guess the difference here, though, like what you're saying, Floor, is you know. I you know I go into a Walmart where there's like a crime committed or whatever they collect DNA from the air like how the you know how the True. hell do you ever get a warrant for the air Well we're, I think we're <laughs> focusing down I don't know that that's the answer it, it's just I think this is a you know a form factor where they're like look we can do this now what do we do with it Yeah you I know. think so. yeah, I, I ultimately yeah, think so yeah. too. that's what I'm saying That's the point think, we're at yeah 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 yeah, I, and weird. and to your point, Chris, I think it it's more if they don't have any other option to prove that someone was there, at least that that would come out. It's kind of like right now a plan C or D for for forensics. It's I kind think. of like if you're the type of person who can hold your breath for 24 minutes. Well, cool. Now, what do you do with that? Probably yeah. <laughs> raise money for earthquake relief, and Chris and Chris gets mad at you about that. You know that kind of thing. 
What were you saying about hating the people of his country? What country was that again, Chris? I forget. Yeah. What, why Why do you not care so much about cerebral palsy? Oh, my God. You guys are going to ruin me. <laughs> if anyone would like air that he had been in the, the vicinity, with, just write us at. <laughs> we're cloning assholes this forget, week. Forget DNA. What if your friends set you up on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Messed up, guys. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it. Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That's uh, all we are is hot air messed DNA. Up, uh, you're, you're bringing us one from the, the coffers of George Knapp. Oh, boy. Okay. So George Knapp has a website now called Mystery Wire, which I believe is written in WordPress. Um. Just based on the, the, the way it looks. But you were going to say Latin. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> you just shit on the Hysteria 51 WordPress site. I'm, no, I'm you're sorry. You're really all from, cylinders this I'm week, I'm coming Chris. for you guys now. I'm coming for you guys now. You come for me. You come for the king. You best not miss. Anyways. Come get Lorem. It's Ipsum. Um, so, uh, so anyways, Mystery Wire, he's got this website. And so, you know, people, if you know George Knapp for anything, um, he's one of those kind of group of reporters who have really made their career only reporting on like UFO stuff or weird stuff. Right. So it's like, you know, kind of like a Blumenthal, a 
a uh, Leslie Keen, George Knapp. So um, he posted this article that is about a uh, a story originally in the debrief, um, which is run by uh, Tim McMillan and has reporters like MJ Benias and those folks on there that initially showed a picture of what was uh, looks most like a Batman balloon. Um, I think that's what people know it as, the Batman balloon. Yeah, so if you know of this story, you I, know of it. I think it's it called the, the Batloon. Right, it's the Batman <laughs> balloon UFO case, but the government My evidently Bat-a-loons. calls it the acorn. Um, but so uh, this story basically talks about, you know, uh, where these photos came from. So from March 4th, 2019, an F-18 weapon systems officer seated behind a pilot in a, in a, in a fighter jet used his iPhone to capture three images of uh, or images of three different objects, I should say, that they said they encountered in the same airspace. Um, that uh, one of those photos is uh, is the acorn photo, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, you know, kind of infamously is the one that looks like the Batman balloon. But then there are also other photos that supposedly the Navy, the Navy calls one of them, the sphere mm-hmm. and the other one they call um, the acorn, which is the Batman balloon. And then they also have one that is a metallic blimp is what they call they it. They have said there are more photos than these. These are the ones that have been released, which does go along with military stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, these are the ones that have. Uh, I love that they took these photos that are already everywhere and put mystery wire watermarks all over them, like they aren't yeah. available everywhere else. Well, the well the <laughs> other the other two are are just released on mystery wire now, right? So those two are legitimately like those are scoops. That's that's something interesting. Now, interestingly enough, they. Missy Wire says that they found this out at a private briefing hosted by Robert Bigelow and several others in Las Vegas on Saturday, April 6th, 2019. So again, the Bigelow nap, uh, you know, government Bigelow nap pipeline yeah. continues. Um, and they, they say that some of these, uh, you know, supposedly this, you know, from the UAP task force, they're getting info that these, you know, the objects remain stationary in high winds with no movement. Um, you know, appeared to, and th- that's really what they're saying, appeared to be the biggest difference or the biggest thing that the objects did that was out of the ordinary. Now, um, one thing people smartly on Twitter have pointed out and in the comments is it's really, you know, this is an image of an object across a, bl- a blue sky. It is really hard to tell if an object is stationary or not when it's far away and you're mm. moving exceptionally quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who has ever been on a train looking at another train as one of them leaves the station and the other one stays has had that optical illusion happen to them where you think your train is moving or vice versa when it isn't. Which and brings up the questions that everyone was kind of bringing in of, okay, so you're a weapons operator. What did your targeting systems do? Could right, exactly. Like, Could what did the data? It? What did the data actually show you? Um, or what? What other data is there available? You know, the fact that the government um, asked for people to report on these things, which is another thing that this article mentions, is interesting, of course, mm-hmm. right? But again, a lot of this, at least in my mind, comes down to we really want. You know, one interesting thing with can kind of um, UFOs or conspiracy theories or any of these sorts of weird fields generally. 
a lot of it comes down to people assuming that other people are a lot more capable and intelligent than they <laughs> themselves believe they are. Well, right? I will say, I, I hope that the eyes of a you know a fighter pilot or the likes are more trained than me to at least be able to tell if something is stationary. Maybe, but I want to be able to say that I don't know. You know, well, yeah. I mean, the thing the thing is, even like people who are trained to do these things um, are tricked. I'm sure all the time, just because of the way our brains are able to process information. Right. We have not evolved to be in a fighter jet moving at, you know, Mach one um, to tell if an object is moving or not. No, it's not, it's not no, you're right. You're right. But, you know, but so I but I but I agree. I agree with you. If anyone if anyone if we would should expect anyone to be able to tell this difference, it would be someone who is a trained fighter pilot. Right. <laughs> right. So we're told. I think anyone, the, the next thing, yeah. the big question for me begins becomes, um, are they real? these photos or is it if it really is a fucking balloon like that that you would think they would know that and that's a big fuck you <laughs> to people if they're releasing it like that and why do these things keep coming from nap and bigelow are they really getting fed this stuff or are they feeding us this stuff and i'm not i'm not making these claims i'm just saying the things that a lot of people are talking about i don't know those are big what you, questions what do, you, what do you think flora I, I I agree. I think you need to question the source, especially when it keeps coming from the same source over and over. And you you can't really, man. I, my whole podcast is named after this shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is your bread yeah. and butter. Yeah, I think you know. Yeah, from from my perspective, the there's kind of two there's two issues here, right? The first one is like you guys are saying the sources of this are the same people that have bringing been bringing us bad. Uh, data and information for 25 years, 30 years in this subject, you right. know? So, um, you know, sure. But this is the same crack team that brought us cattle mutilations, you know, and like Skinwalker Ranch. And but Bob every Lazar one of those things that you're saying, have but they're buzzwords. And there are yeah. people that say you're wrong and everything that they've brought to us is realistic and you just have the wrong outlook on it. I'm sure. playing devil's I mean, advocate and, you here. Know, you and know that, that. And I guess that could also be true. But the way the way that I actually think of this and I, you know, I've over time being in the kind of playing in this field and trying to do, you know, interesting scientifically based research into this kind of mm -hmm. you know phenomenon or anomaly um because i do think you know again you can't deny that people are reporting seeing ufos and that's interesting on its own but the thing i find so or i guess the one thing i always consider with this is um is it not like when you got when you guys said like oh you know nap and bigelow always put this stuff out there i think people tend to get a feeling of like you know these they're doing it for some kind of agenda or there's a plan here or whatever I actually think it's far more likely that we're just dealing with people who just don't know what the hell they're talking about and keep putting out stuff because they think they think it is interesting or cool or good, but they're just wrong. It just isn't interesting or cool. It's not anything, you know, these are just mistaken photos or we just don't know or whatever. So it's not, you know, it's not, um, what's that quote, right? It's like never, never uh, ascribe to, maleficence or like evil or whatever what instead could be simply um 
you know, mistaken, or, mistaken mistakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, from my perspective, it's not that these people want to control the narrative or whatever. It's just that there, there isn't very good data here. They're not doing a very good job of finding data and getting information out there. And so this is just all, this is just the quality we get because it's the quality. How do you of the feel though about people like, let's take it to like Tom DeLong and well, I'm, I'm sure Bigelow and them that say, well, we know more. We just can't share it with you. Well, then you then, become well, part of the, well, the you know, problem. I don't care that, you know, the, the, I don't know. You know, the guy at the bar tells me he caught a 20 foot long fish. You know, who cares? Tell us more then. Show me evidence. Yeah. Are you talking about 20 foot Terry? That shit's real, man. <laughs> you know, but you're talking really about though, right? it's, Terry like, like that. it's like, who gives a shit? You know, and, and I mean, if they're going to keep, if they're going to keep putting out there again, just blurry photos or bad evidence or whatever of this kind, at what point are you the idiot for continuing to listen? Yeah. I mean, that's a great point of like, Everybody who says, well, I have the information, trust me. Why? Like, what What makes you so trustworthy and why only you uh, get that information and why can't you share it or why <laughs> won't you share it? That's that's very suspicious because yeah, that yeah. then points to, you know, uh, some something mental for them that they have to yeah. – uh, be special you know they have to stand out from other people an insecurity type thing for themselves that they you know can't get over it, it's like being in in um, elementary school mm. you know and, and having something over you know your peers because uh, it makes you feel yeah, good it makes it. you feel special i got some ice yeah, no, cream and you ain't no, gone <laughs> dude it's the it's the my it's the my uncle works for nintendo or the my girlfriend <laughs> is from canada defense you know yeah it really yeah. it's it's just that how is she again. chris so, I mean, how's she doing bs she's wonderful very very pretty <laughs> um she's rich too <laughs> You she's going to be on the call today, but she had another modeling gig. You know how it goes. Yeah, you never met her. Um, but really, though, you know, it, so it, it, I, just when stories like this happen for me, it's so frustrating because it's like it seems so obvious to me that the answer for all of this is don't trust any of them. We we don't know. All you can know is stuff that you've determined yourself on this subject. The government doesn't know. George Knapp doesn't know. Bigelow doesn't know. Tom Blanc doesn't know. We don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I um, think you're you're. Yeah. you're Saying something that's even more terrifying is if all the stuff that we're seeing is all we know and the government has no idea, that's somehow even scarier to me. Well, that's the other thing, right? If this is the caliber of photo that the military <laughs> is capturing and investigating, what the fuck are they doing? Well, yeah. or is this just the caliber of photo that they're leaking out for? Because somewhere up there, someone thinks that's the way to do it. Somewhere up there, they always someone. No, sure. Listen, what we, is we allowed. all know that the truth is it's reptiles all the way up and down. You know. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, well, they prefer sideways, but yes, up and down also. Right. Yes. Side, Anyways, side that's winder. my story this week. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Very nice story. <laughs> Uh, we, we're supposed to hiss at least seven times in every episode for our reptilian overlords from now on, so we apologize if that's annoying. <laughs> yes. It's, it's annoying, but it's in the contract. <laughs> it's either we're seven out. hisses or nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, maybe next time uh, we'll have the pilot of the Bataloon on, and, uh, because <laughs> they've already made uh, contact with us, and Chris is just going to have egg all over his face. Literally egg on his face. We're going to take photos yeah. of it. That's right. We're, We're going to see how long egg. he can hold his breath inside the yoke. It'll be fun. It's fun little. Uh, uh, we're shooting for two minutes. Nice, nice tie together. 
you know? <laughs> and then we're going to sample his DNA. It all came full circle. Yeah, see if it changes to reptilian <laughs> at all. Uh, you guys got anything coming up on your show? Anything exciting? I got my, my season opener coming up where I get just drunk off my ass and then and then do a fun episode um once a year thing so i'm kind of not looking forward to it but i am uh <laughs> almost done writing it god it's taken so long to write these things but uh yeah i'm, I'm i'll be releasing that soon just probably wing it the week it's it's a lot easier probably. if you don't try you know, i probably should especially if i get drunk so right yeah chris you got anything uh, coming up yeah our uh our time travel series is finally Heating up, I guess, will finally run episode four, which should release sometime in the next couple of days. As long as you can get that um, IBM running, it'll be it'll be launching real soon. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so that's that's going on, T-tor. and then um, sorry, and then uh, <laughs> those dual tip tippler sin- yeah, sinusoids, yeah. sinusoid, dual tip sinus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then, Put it in the back of actually, my truck, Debbie. <laughs> we've, uh, we've been playing, or I've been playing uh, games on Twitch, and occasionally, Flora, we play together. And Hell so yeah. come come check that out. That's Very a lot nice. of fun. It's kind of cool making new content and stuff. So yeah. Very nice. Nice. All right, I think Brent, that's seven. Play, do you game? Say it again. Do, do you game at all, Brent? Not really. Um, I, I I've played uh, PC gaming on and off, but no, my newest systems like the Dreamcast. <laughs> so Sweet. yeah, no, it's not. He just uh, admitted that. I know. <laughs> hey, I'm a Dreamcast uh, fanboy. You know, bro. You know, this is when the dream died. But yeah, you know how it goes. So mm. we don't <laughs> have anything coming up on. Uh, Hysteria 51, other than our normal shenanigans as of this point in time. Maybe a bonus episode next week of something if you guys uh, want to tune in. Hmm, wonder what that could be. We'll have to see. But other than that, yeah. So that's been our thoughts this week on Mad Blurry Hysteria. We'll see you next time. Bye. Meeting adjourned. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.